Woo! Should I get your blood pumping? Really put that down. Yes. Uh, I don't want to see anybody peeling out of the parking lot today, okay? <laughs> Actually, it might be me because I get pretty excited about that. Uh, yeah, so we're going to look at uh, several movies this summer, and uh, we'll talk about that. And actually, we can just, oh, I see. I got to do the slides and the thing back there. All right. Um, uh, so the first movie we're starting with is Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, based on a true story, uh, Lee Iacocca was the marketing director at Ford Motor at the time. And he came to Carroll Shelby, and he said, uh, we want to beat Ferrari uh, at Le Mans. This is the most famous, the oldest, the most prestigious endurance race in the world. And what he was asking for was nearly impossible. Enzo Ferrari had won that race year after year after year. Uh, and I think there is a correlation here for us in uh, walking and running the Christian race, our Christian life, very much as an endurance race. And that's exactly how uh, the author of Hebrews talks about it that we read today. In verse 1, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Verse 2, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Life is an endurance race. It's hard. We have losses. We have setbacks. How do we seemingly do the seemingly impossible uh, to make it to that finish line. And here's something else interesting. In verse 1, that word race in the Greek, the Greek word is agona. Does that sound like an English word, you know? Agony. Is that descriptive of an endurance race? I mean, anybody who's ever run a marathon or an Ironman or an ultramarathon or a triathlon, every fiber of their body hurts, so I'm told. <laughs> what a great description. Hebrews is obviously trying to compare our Christian life to this endurance race. Now, in the early 60s, uh, next picture, Carol Shelby was approached again uh, by Ford Motor. What happened to Ford is that in the 60s, their sales started to slump. Uh, they made kind of the same old square boxy cars that they'd always made. And this new generation, the, the baby boomers, getting their license, had money in their pocket. They wanted something fast and looked good. So they actually had, almost had, an opportunity to buy Ferrari. Ferrari got in a little, little trouble. Uh, they went over to Italy to make the deal with Enzo, and he insulted them. Uh, personally insulted Henry Ford II. And so Henry Ford II, he said, uh, I want to bury Enzo 100 feet under the finish line at Le Mans. We're going to build a race car that's going to beat Ferrari. Uh, again, on his home turf, the most prestigious again. Now, 
about this race, Le Mans. Now, we are used to NASCAR, Formula One. So the Indianapolis 500, the Daytona 500, that is pure speed. It's all about speed. It's who can race 500 miles in the fastest time possible. That's not Le Mans. Le Mans is completely different. It's an endurance race. It's exactly 24 hours long. And whoever goes the furthest in that 24-hour period, whoever makes the most laps, even down to the yard or foot, that's who wins that race. So the driver's not only concerned about speed, but he's got to make sure that he holds that car together under those unbearable conditions, 7,000 RPM, brakes slamming around every corner, 24 hours. Because you blow a gasket, a 50-cent washer, and poof, you are out. You're done. That's the difference between the speed race and the endurance race. And what they asked Carol Shelby to do, he was played by Matt Damon in the movie. It was a real good job. And his favorite driver, Ken Miles, uh, played by uh, Christian Bale, again, true story. Uh, they were asked to do what was, again, it seemed to be impossible, to beat Ferrari, really, at his own game. Ford had never built a race car, nothing like this before. So the question is, what about the Christian life? It's seemingly impossible for us to endure the Christian life. How do we do it? Well, this very verses in Hebrews give us four steps that we can win the race of faith. And I've, I've got it easy for you, you to remember, right? R-A-C-E. You ready? Step one, we are going to run with endurance. The very first verse. We're going to run with endurance, with stamina, with perseverance. Yes, it's going to be tough. Yes, there's going to be obstacles. Again, persecution even for some Christians. But we will have the endurance to last, to last to the end. How is your spiritual endurance? Can we all agree that the year 2020 was pretty rough? Yeah, it was pretty rough. There were certainly times last year where I was at a point of complete exhaustion. Now, do you remember how the year started? In January 2020, there were wildfires in Australia. And we had these horrible, this uh, awful image of you know, cute little koala bears that were getting burned, not able to escape. And we thought, wow, that's the worst thing that's going to happen this year. Ha! <laughs> ah, ah, Yeah. It's like, it was like those uh, Russian nesting dolls, you know, where you just open one up and there's another and there's another. It was like wildfires in Australia. Oh, that's tragic. But wait, there's more. <laughs> A world pandemic. Ah, but wait, there's more. Record unemployment. More. You get to homeschool your kids. Yay. But there's more. Who ever heard of murder hornets? I mean, that is a name designed for 2020. I mean, it's just ridiculous. One thing after another. The starting line in this race of faith was at your baptism. Listen, Daniel, I especially want you to remember that today. The Holy Spirit. Oh, you don't like being called out in the sermon? You're not going to like this sermon very much then. 
the starting point of our faith, when Jesus gives us that, that gift of faith, the pioneer of our faith. And then we don't rest until we rest in the arms of Jesus at the finish line in heaven. And between the start line and the finish line, it is like, bang, the gun goes off and the race is on. And we go and we go and we go. Again, obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. Now, there's a point in the movie where, uh, and it was in, right at the beginning of the preview, Christian Bale, the, the driver, Ken Miles, is with his son looking out at the racetrack at night. He's asking him, can you see the perfect line? And most people can't. Ken Miles probably drove 100,000 laps in his life, between the, all the races, all the practice laps he did, never attaining perfection until possibly one lap toward the end of the 1966 Le Mans, uh, where he broke the track record by many seconds. It felt like the perfect, the perfect lap of all those attempts, just once, out of hundreds of thousands probably. Now, depending on what kind of church you grew up in, this may come as a surprise hearing it from the pastor. But it's an important point I want to make today. The goal of the Christian life is not perfection. That is unattainable. We won't be perfect until we're in heaven. The goal of the Christian life is progression. Are you progressing? Are you further along in your faith than you were last week, last month? Last year, three years ago, are we enduring? It's an endurance race. That's what the, it's exactly what Hebrews is getting at. Are we progressing along as we run with endurance? Uh, the second key to winning the race of faith, A, assemble your crew. Now, anybody who wins a premier race like Le Mans has got an incredible team around them. There are engineers who've designed the car and built it. There's mechanics who keep it running. There's a pit crew, changes the tires, fills up with the gas as you're racing. Racing is a team sport, and so is our Christian faith. And confirmance, I hope you understand that this church family is an important part of your team. We all need a team. In uh, verse 1, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, love that verse. There's so many images come to mind. The, the saints, the believers who followed Jesus generations and generations before us, they have left us tremendous wisdom to help us through our race. And we still have it written in scriptures, old sermons and letters, and yes, the catechism. It's always a good book to go back and look at the basics of our faith. And now I just kind of get this picture in my head, like all of our saints are, are now pressing their noses against the windows of heaven, cheering us on. So who's on your pit crew? Who supports you? Who inspires you? Who encourages you? You cannot win an endurance race alone. So we're going to run with endurance. We're going to assemble our crew and then see. We're going to cut the extra weight. 
Uh, there's another scene when uh, Shelby and Miles, they get to the, uh, the Ford testing track, and Ford's already built the prototype of this car. And it's filled with all these technology doodads and sensors and all this. And uh, <clears throat> he said, that, you know, a few laps, and Ken was like, all right, it's got to go. They got to get rid of all this weight. Like, no, what are you doing? We got to have all the. And so they used a ball of yarn and tape, little pieces of yarn all over the car. That was their data to see how the wind was flowing over the car. But meanwhile, they're pulling out all this expensive equipment and just tossing it on the track. Of course, all the suits at Florida. What are you doing? He goes, we're, we're going faster. All right. Again, in verse 1, it says, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Whatever is hindering your progression in faith, hurts, habits, we got to cut it out. We got to get rid of it. It's got to go. And you notice it says the sin that so easily entangles. It doesn't say sins, right? It's singular. And a lot of scholars think that's intentional to make us think about that one pet sin that each of us has, whatever that is for each of us. That one sinful habit, that one go-to, the one that we're, we can easily dismiss is it's not that big a deal. Everybody does it. I can stop any time. It doesn't really affect me. And you wonder why. How come I'm not progressing in my faith? This stuff has a spiritual impact on us. Other things we hold on to is bitterness, unforgiveness. These things hinder our progression. What are you still carrying around? Cut it out. Cut it out. All right. Run with endurance. Assemble your crew. Cut the extra weight. And the E is eyes on Jesus. Uh, the Ford team, they were motivated to beat Enzo Ferrari. And their eyes were fixed on that finish line at Le Mans. They were going to win that race. As a matter of fact, uh, Ford not only won the 1966 Le Mans, uh, Ford came in first, second, and third. And they went on to win the 67, the 68, the 69. Unbelievable. Seemingly impossible. The great Enzo Ferrari. Because they were focused on the prize. It's exactly what Hebrews tells us to do in our spiritual race, our endurance race. For the joy set before him, he endured, Jesus endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus had his eyes on the finish line. His goal was for you and me to be with him forever. And the only way that was going to happen is he paid for our sins. In verse 3, it says, ponder that. Take a moment and think about Jesus enduring the cross. Let that sharpen your focus on the prize, on Jesus, the pioneer who started and given us our faith, and the perfecter who waits for us at the finish line. And through the Holy Spirit, is with us still each and every day, every step of the way. What a glorious gift we have. And this is how we're going to run the race of endurance, right? The race of faith. Amen? Amen.